I think we should talk about that, yeah? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going into the butt. Hey, stop what you're doing. Stop it! This is the Afternoons with Josh and Ken, a silly look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoons. Uh, it is the afternoons here. I love I love the pre-roll. Let's keep the pre-roll. <laughs> I don't you mind know, the pre-roll. The, Jumping right in. The it. wangers do it for their bonus content, mm. and I think it's great. They do a... I, I'll tell you what. Those wangers, yeah, I guys, love those they, wangers. They do a hell of a show. Yeah. Uh, they also... I did, I did the Home Alone 2... DVD oh, yeah. commentary. I haven't had more fun watching a movie with three dudes because I always forget that like you really don't watch the movie per se. You're no. just you're just talking about nothing throughout, and then certain scenes you just start giggling about. It's a fine line. I it, don't yes. know the balance sometimes. Right. It's not like quite trailer reactions, which are the worst forms of entertainment yes, ever. Yes, one hundred percent. As you and I are on the record of saying, we hate them. <laughs> the uh, best trailer reaction video ever. Me and you, Mama Mia too. <laughs> That's you know what's a shame is yeah. that there aren't more uh, people that laugh at laugh at oh. YouTube stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like the the spoofing yeah. of YouTube stuff mm-hmm. is I, people instead of spoofing it yeah. go immediately into making their so they're just like hey we should do trailer reactions too let's do trailer instead yeah. of you know what we should do is make fun of trailer reactions while doing trailer reactions yeah well and it's look and I, I'll bring this up I don't talk about it often like the, those red letter media guys and I, I, I don't like where they've ended up okay but, I haven't seen them in a long well, time well because look it's because they went after Jedi Council mm. but here's the problem I love parody and they used to do it. They did a great trailer action parody once where did it was they? 20 minutes of them gathering to watch it. And then they press the wrong button and it goes blank. And it's the Star Wars. Tra- and I love that. And I, I think that stuff's funny. And sure. I, But the fans turned it into a real war. Right. And that kind of burns you a little bit. Yeah. Now, but 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 the fact remains. And the way the reason I say that is it wasn't like I took the stuff too seriously when they started yeah. going after us. They'd made it personal. But I love parody mm-hmm. and trailer reactions. Live for parody. What what kind of world is this entertainment? What is it? What You're, kind of thing? How all of a sudden? I mean, at the, at the same time, it's the unboxing kind of videos oh, too. Oh God! Right? But I even never then, under- even I, then, all right, you, it's a review of a toy. Right. All right, fine. Sure. Like, look at this cool little laser. Pew 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 pew. Yeah, I can live with that. But right. It's in the same. Book. But the trailer reaction and our idea, which nobody has ever greenlit, and everybody's laughed hysterically mm-hmm. whenever I bring it up, is doing trailer reactions right. to just trailers. Like not not trailers of movies, like trailers on cars, or or I I don't you know like look at the trailer on this Ford F one fifty. You could tell a lot of it. It was it was Makuga pun spectacular. Yes, you would pitch that weekly at Collider when we were in that writer's room and the first one that I, when I got the job and they moved us out to the back, literally, yeah. uh, and doesn't rain a lot in Burbank. There was, there was a couple times there was a storm that yeah. hit. Oh, yeah. And when I started there at 2016, like October, 2016, oh, I started that, we'd have to walk. We'd, we'd have a stupid morning meeting. Yes. Cause some guy said, everyone starts going here. Nine o'clock. You show up like it's an office. Yeah. We go there and have well, a meeting. It's because he wore all white shoes and all white socks. That comes with yeah. the territory. Okay. Canada. <laughs> um, so we were there at nine o'clock for a YouTube channel. Yeah. What the hell? Right. And then 
we'd meet and then we'd have to go outside. It was pouring rain. We have to go outside, out and around. You know, like, there's homeless people. There's bigger problems in the world. So we sit in that writer's room and we pitch ideas. And we had a pitch meeting every week where no one, all the people didn't know comedy would judge us and yes. say, no, this isn't good. We would laugh at all the pitches <laughs> and imagine how glorious they could be. And then people would come in and be like, nope. And like, Josh McCuga every week was like, all right, guys, I got one about trailer reactions, <laughs> except for it's trailers. And at first I got to be, I was like, man, eh, all right, I get it. And then it's like that Conan O'Brien school of comedy. That's funny. Stop talking about it. Don't bring it up. Dear God, that's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, right. And I regret that we didn't fight for that. And didn't I do know. It. Maybe we can do it now. I, know. I don't know. We don't have the resources I, as I, much. We I get those like, wanger kids to help We us. really could get the wanger guys to, we could do that for the wangers channel. You and I oh, doing yeah. trailer reactions. Yes. In a, like a trailer park trailer reactions and trade <laughs> just go up like, whoa. It's, that's, that is the kind of comedy, you know yeah. me and puns and or just, because uh, yes. I feel like, there was a there was a time when the casual mafia was ju- uh, the casual mafia had like a mini explosion, right? It did people don't maybe because back then kids were five and yes. now you're thirteen. Listen to us, right? Ha- had I had I think if like you d- retroactively, what yeah. do they call it when you like ret- retcon? Retcon. I guess that's retroactive yeah. or ret- whatever. Ret- retcon. So I'm going to yeah. retcon a Star Wars movie, right? Yeah. Oh, and I got to tell you a funny Star Wars uh, oh, story. Okay. So. um but let's just say we retconned our life, right? And yeah. it started now, and like we were popular, and then all of a sudden we launched the Casual Mafia, and we like released the douchebag anthem in these songs. I think they would have been like four or five times as popular, yeah, right? Yeah, and th- we would have had like the sketches that we were doing because now sketches on the internet just aren't working. They, they just, are, like, they yeah, just it's tough, it's, yeah. it's over. Uh, sketch comedy, it, it you know we had that height of sketch comedy, and yeah. now it's kind of coming. You know everything it, has its ebbs it, it and comes flows. Comes the mid nineties, right? big big world oh, of sketch yeah. comedy. The but music, yeah. the YouTube. Music videos, YouTube you know, music videos, that was a big deal. Highlighted that, yeah. And you guys were right there, but right. you guys, your stuff was great. It was, I mean, it was really good. It was really well done. I was, I'm very, very proud of all that casual mafia stuff. Yeah. Um, but we had, um, we had like these ideas, and we shot it for MTV, right? Right. MTV paid us, and they wanted us to be part of this like comedy showcase at the Laugh Factory. Oh boy. Okay. Now Love I got to tell you. Yeah, everybody. Anytime somebody's like, "Hey, you booked the NBC Diversity Showcase." Right? Do you know how many friends I have that have booked like the NBC Diversity Showcase and they're doing something? One, (laughs) one person that I know. Anyway, as soon as you hear somebody like booked a showcase, it's it's terms in Hollywood for like, I got to go to my acting class, tell them all I booked a showcase for this, and then afterwards, everybody's going to congratulate me at drinks. My agent's going to be super psyched, and I'm still I'm still not going to get a callback for a Honda commercial. Like that's. That's the situation. It's kind of like screenplay contest. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to hear, I mean, I'm sure there's a billion jaded Hollywood podcasts out yeah. there right now. Yes, but uh, you know, there's we've had some good stories. Yeah. I feel like maybe in yeah. the future of a maybe we do a segment here, a segment on on the afternoons, maybe every few shows about to just call it jaded Hollywood stories because I've got a lot of them. So we do these sketches, Ken. Yes. Every single sketch was a pun. It was every it was, one. Of it was and it was a spoof of an MTV show, and it was okay. a pun, right? So we yeah. had Teen Wolf Mom, we had um, <laughs> uh, we had uh, um, Total Request Hive, where I'm just getting attacked by bees, 
at, <laughs> at your own request. At my own request. Uh, what was there was another one that I really I mean, loved. You, you won me over already with Teen Wolf Mom. So. It, it was right around the time that Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift. Yeah. And we were just interrupting people everywhere with a guy <laughs> dressed like Kanye West. And so we played this like it was it, I think Why it was like I don't oh my favorite one yeah. it was right around the time of paranormal activity it was called Share Normal Activity. Uh, okay. And instead of a ghost, Share just busted into your room <laughs> and I was Share. Wait a minute. I seen cl- I've seen, seen clips this? of that. I've seen clips of right? that. Yes. Yes. And uh that was one of my favorite sketches ever and I'm so <laughs> upset that none of those sketches went viral at all because yeah. if any one of them deserved it was definitely yeah. share normal activity. Share normal. And activity. I remember halfway through the shoot Paul my buddy Paul Fiore yeah. who's you know pr- we produced everything together yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the greatest guys ever his best man in his wedding. Uh, regular and Letterman for a while. Yeah, Paul the uh, the parallel parking kid Paulie. Yeah. yeah. So Midway through the MTV shoot, we're shooting, and he's like, I ain't cut. He's like, Josh, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, sure. He's like, have you noticed that everything we're doing here today is a pun? I was like, yeah. He's yeah. like, I mean, I'm just wondering if you noticed it. And I was like, you're just noticing it? I, we wrote these. We wrote these together. Have you have you not met, not met me, right. Josh Bakuka, <laughs> king of puns? So, so we did these MTV sketches yeah. for the powers that be and oh, the in the MTV showcase. Now, I will say this. Uh, the the gentleman that ran the MTV showcase is has since I've had to work with a couple other times, and I still think he feels a little bit burned by that MTV comedy showcase. Okay, okay, and so we get there, and yeah. Ricardo Martinez and I are the hosts of it. All right, okay, okay, and he and I did like some, you know, like like you and I would do up top some decent okay. banter or whatever, with Ellis and, and stuff. Okay, and it was supposed to be a comedy showcase, dude. Right. right, comedy show, MTV comedy showcase. They tell us these two girls are going to be playing music up top, and I was like, "Oh, figuring they're musical comedians, like a Garfunkel and Oates." Gotcha. Like those girls, yeah. I feel like they played a song called "Like My Mom and Dad Got Divorced." <laughs> Our lives are terrible. Watch us kill ourselves on stage. Like it was just like, and he was dead. He was dead. It was just two Dude. really cute young girls with acoustic guitars playing mm-hmm. depressing emo music. Right? Okay. And the guy was like, "Well, they're going to be huge on MTV," and I was like. On regular MTV, on, reg- on music television, <laughs> sure. This is a comedy it's showcase. A comedy showcase. So then, Ken, yeah. here, here comes the Whopper. Uh, right? Okay. We've been teasing all throughout the show that we're going to be playing some original sketches and people, and we invited a ton of people there. Oh, and this yeah, is the this first is... time we've ever done a like live um, airing, like debuting of pre-produced sketches. Right? Okay, so you don't know which way it's going to go. We have no idea. Yeah. You know, it's like showing your movie to your friends for the yep. first time. Yep. Okay? Dude. These sketches destroyed, right? Okay. Like the 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 Laugh Factory doesn't necessarily have a great AV department, if mm. you will. Okay. So the TVs were pretty small and people couldn't like see it that That's well. Troublesome. Okay. Yeah. But the people it. that could and the and the sound that amplified through it and the people yeah. that could see it in the club, yeah. Ken, it Good. was murder zone, right? <laughs> Like I, Paul and I were like punching yeah. each other. Like we're this is our big break. We're gonna get a sketch show on MTV. Carson Daly and Fiona Apple. We're gonna be hanging out with all of them. You remember the state? We're gonna be the next yes. state. We're gonna be the state. I'm the new Ken Marino. Yeah. I, I that no. would be a goal. Ken yeah. Marino would be a goal. That's a good goal, right? Yeah. Um, what, what sketches aired. Yeah. And uh, Ricardo, we were all like, we were all upstairs, you know, the upstairs, the Laugh Factory, they have that area yeah. that the comics hang out in, but there's no bar up there. So there's no real like hangout no, appeal no per point. se, Yeah, but it's upstairs. So we go up there and everybody's laughing and everything. And the empty, the, the showcase ends, the executive comes up and I think he's going to be all smiling. Like, he walks in. Go picture. <laughs> Just stares at you. 
You guys just thought it would be funny to make fun of every MTV show at an MTV showcase? <laughs> and I was like, you, you, you paid us to do it. We shot that in your offices. Like there was, you, we even sh- like pitched you the ideas basically. Right. He's like, I mean, you guys just basically made fun of the entire network. There was executives out there. You think they're happy about you guys making fun of Teen Wolf? I was like, it was Teen Wolf Mom. We put it together. We made the greatest show ever. Oh, there was one called Jim Tan Laundry. You know that uh, like that Jersey Shore thing. Yeah. But it was a guy named Jim Tan Laundry, Laundry. and Jim he was Tan like Laundry. real depressed yeah. about his name being Jim Tan. He's like, it's actually Jim Tan Laundry, <laughs> but uh, nobody really wants to hear no that. No one like, dude. Those sketches never yeah. went viral. They never really even never. saw the light of day. MTV tried to block us from putting them on our YouTube <laughs> channel. I finally just like put them up and just ignored <laughs> Deal it. With it. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 to this day, it was the biggest high, the biggest low in the history of my Hollywood acting comedy career. That it's cause it's, you don't know how things are going to be taken. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to work. Right. I, I, the entire I, audience flipped. Yeah. Except the one person that needed to flip. Yeah. Yeah, right. so the audience, see, the audience loved. I had, I guess, I had something similar to Groundlings. There, I can pinpoint. There's reasons I got voted out of the, the final level of training. Blah blah blah. What were those reasons? I, I wasn't a great actor um, compared to. Look, I'm in. I'm in scenes with Kristen Wiig, who's sure. amazing. Sure, uh, Mikey Day, who's just all energy. Brian Keith Etheridge, Peter Sprite, Tim Blaney, who's the voice of Frank the Pug in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Nicole Randall Johnson went on Mad, be on Mad TV. Melinda Hill, all these people. Um, so I wasn't, I was, a, but I was a good sketch writer, right? Sure. So I had one sketch. I'm penning it all on my writing ability. Mm-hmm. And that's my director, Kara Mariama. I was like, you, you're just a great, you write little mini plays instead of sketches. Right. So I had one called, are we gay? Now this is 2002. <laughs> right. I wanted 2002. <laughs> the climate wasn't as weird. Climate the- wasn't different, but here's the thing. Yeah. I wrote a bunch of sketches where a bunch of kind of alpha male dudes were concerned about being gay, but but how silly it was. It right. was silly. Okay. And I wrote it as I wrote it as such. I can tell you my intentions. Yeah. Was to because I used to work in the security industry with a lot of these big tough dudes right. who if you shed a tear, oh you pussy, yeah, you, right. what are you doing? And I was like, no, 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 no. That's so it's like telling a football locker room you love the movie 13 going on 30. <laughs> yes. I was I was intentionally trying to and my teacher loved it. Yeah. The friends of mine in the sketch were like, and Mikey Day was in the yeah. sketch as well. Hayes Hargrove were like, oh, so good. Full commitment. Full commitment to the sketch. Put it up. I could tell my career ended in that moment because a large percentage of the Groundlings May Company at the time were were, were gay men, and okay. and and I heard later on that they were just like appalled at this sketch. And you can never tell how things are going to be interpreted. That's the po- biggest problem with comedy. 100%. What you're doing, even if you had, and, and I had directors, cast members, all oh, famous is, people. This is so good. This Very is so funny good. people. And on on stage, because right. I'm performing in it, I could hear just like, um, and it's and and it and I convinced that's the reason, uh, in part, and, uh, and there's other things. So okay. it wasn't, but that was it. It ended right there. I would love to read this sketch if you have it. I have it somewhere. Okay, I have it somewhere. And I so I feel what you're saying. Right. Where and there were some people who loved it, everything, but the decision makers, and then your career is affected by it. 100% affected by it. I mean, we were like the golden boys of MTV. We got yeah. brought in for a general meeting. We got money to shoot sketches by MTV Doesn't in happen. their offices. Doesn't happen. Never. We're, I'm 25, 26. I'm, yeah. I like had just gotten into stand-up. I wrote oh, one yeah. thing that was like, and it, here's the thing, the funny thing too, is yeah. I wrote that douchebag anthem song, right? Yeah, yeah. 
because I had just started bartending in LA and that was the beginning of like the douchebag. Remember there was like about a year and a half where everybody was a douchebag. It was like yeah. Ed Hardy was right. everybody's wearing it. Von Dutch trucker hats, affliction bejeweled, t-shirts. Yeah, affliction t-shirts, bejeweled jeans. Like it yes. was, a, it was a thing. Right. Like the douchebag was yeah. the word. It was the hip. It was thing a hip thing. Yeah. Right. And everybody was making fun. Like, look at that douchebag. Look how douchey that dude is. What yeah. a douche. Right. And so I was bartending in this up this high end, you know, bar club. They're in rolling in and out. of the, Oh, my night. God. Making every my night. life miserable. Like right. Men in bejeweled pants and shirts <laughs> and hats. Like, I remember this one day this guy walked in and he he was out. Of, he was from out of town. Clearly, right. he had clearly. like a southern accent. And he was like. I'm here for uh, America's Got Talent. I'm a country music singer. Y- y'all think you like these clothes? Dude, he like, Ed Hardy just threw up on him. <laughs> Ed Hardy, vo- oh, this is the Ed Hardy vomit outfit? Yeah, exactly. It was like a t-shirt cannon at a at a, at a basketball game, just full of Ed Hardy. Just like, it, it was a spackler. It was a power spackler of Ed Hardy. Like that that uh, Simpsons episode where they, the whore gun <laughs> the whore gun. launches the, the makeup. Hey, Homer, you said it's a whore. <laughs> Yeah, um. 100%. So <laughs> I write this this rap song and, you know, I don't I'm not I don't I don't have flow. I'm not Eminem or anything. Sure. I'm not. But no. I can rap. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, it, but it doesn't you, matter. You have at least listened to it. You've talked Correct, about that. Right. Yeah. And I and but it's supposed to be a comedy rap anyway. So it's not supposed to be good. You're supposed to want to hear some of the jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I write this song with my buddy, Brian Loshiava, who's now very successful producer in Nashville. He produces right. a lot of music, documentary, very, okay. very, very talented guy. He ended up going on to run ABC digital with a couple oh, of the casual yeah. mafia. Yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where's Josh? Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, awesome guys. So <laughs> appreciate you guys bringing me along. Anyway, uh, I'm, not, I'm not butthurt about it at all. You get a general or at least validated parking. Yeah. Whatever. No. Oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. I didn't want cool. to. Cool. 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 So, um, so I, I write this song and Brian writes the music for it. And we, and we had these, like, it was pretty fun. Cause all these, we had all these c- comedians and very talented, funny people all in a room together, pitching sketch ideas. It's right? good. Yeah. And then we would shoot a ton of sketches on a weekend. Yeah. So I, the first sketch I ever pitched was this douchebag anthem and I wrapped it Dude. and like half the room was like, nah, nah. I don't see it. Nah. The other half was like, that's pretty good. And Paul, who was, you know, like he and I were the head of the casual mafia. He was yeah. like, I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of resources for something that's probably not going to do that well. And I was like, listen, just trust me on this one. I believe one. in it. Have I, have I steered you wrong yet? Yeah. If I'm on the fence about something comedically, it's yeah. probably not going to be for you. But if I sure. am so sure about Committed. it. Committed. I would guarantee you that 95% of people out there will probably laugh at it. Right. Okay. Right. So we do the douchebag Because I've learned that firsthand. Yeah. I've seen it in action. You're your La La Land sketch. Right. You didn't uh, like it at first. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah. That's one of the best things that was ever done. <laughs> right. And a lot of credit to Dennis and the team from how for it building looked it. Yes. at creating the atmosphere. But I've seen that in action where you're like, no, trust me, this will work. Right. So we shoot the douchebag anthem. It goes super well. And everybody, the song starts getting in people's head. Uh, we sort of start showing the footage. We all put it together. We released the song. That was the first thing we released with the Casual Mafia and two other sketches. Yeah. That thing that's still to this day the only thing in my life that has gone viral. We had like yeah. 40,000 hits in the first day. Right. So right. it was like it, it got featured on like a bunch of sketch uh, Facebook pages oh, and, yeah. and other YouTube channels and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and it was like the thing. And Paul pulled me aside. Like two weeks later after everything, and he was like, we need another douchebag anthem. 
And I was like, now he's coming around. Now, now we got it. Around. Right? Now yeah, we got that's it. That's the pressure, though. Yes. How do you do it again? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you look at honest trailers, right? Yeah. yeah. Things like that. You look, I mean, there are million dollars million dollar ideas out there mm-hmm. that you think come along, yeah. but maybe don't. It's uh yeah, and how many times do we hear back in the day in that writer's room, we need our honest trailer? Right. You're not going to get that. Mm-mm. You're going to get your own thing. And again, you know, we talk about a lot. We thought we created a, a gem in Captain Learning, but yes. not, not so much. <laughs> but not I wouldn't, so much. What I wouldn't do to get like 10 more shots at Captain Learning we to see if it jumped off the I page. still wanted to do my, I still have the rough draft of the 10, uh, 10, he, uh, 10, 10 secret eggs in Rogue One. <laughs> and the number one, that's Darth Vader. Oh, you know who I met this weekend? Speaking of Rogue One? Yeah. Gary Witta. You met Gary Witta. Yeah. Yes. So Gary Witta is really good friends with the kind of funny guys. Okay. Uh, I was up there this weekend. Yeah. It's been it's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. working with those guys, Carpino and Tim Geddes and Greg Miller and okay. uh, Kevin Coelho. Uh, Tim Geddes' brother, Greg, who they call Cool Greg, is the best. Okay. Uh, he's cool. He's a great guy. Um, you know, they have this guy, Kevin Coelho, is their JTE, I like to call him, because... <laughs> He's very funny. He loves movies. Right, right. right? Oh, it's a lot. Just like JTE. Yes. Uh, very good at his job and to a certain extent. Right. Like JTE loves being in that Love. booth. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's always good at doing it. things very good at it. He's taught. He got a little bit of lessons the After right. Buzz days. Kevin Quello is kind of yeah. like a graphics genius, though. So, right. so crazy enough is Nick Scarpino. I mean, that dude okay. is super talented, he's right? He's got a good beard. Great beard. Yeah. All great guys. We had a, we had a blast. It. We shot that like 11 hour or 12 hour live stream that ended up going like 13 and a half hours. It was yeah, super fun. And you're having fun. We, we did like an hour and a half Josh Birdie that just yeah. got it got insane and uh, it was a blast. But so, uh, where was I going? Oh, Gary, Gary Witta. Witta is friends with those guys. So he came Smaller. in for the live stream and like, this is Gary Witta. And I said yeah. to him, I said, you know, uh, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. And, he goes, and he's British. And he's like, stop kissing my ass. And I was like, <laughs> no, I, dude, I swear Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. And I got to tell you, I, I I said it on one of our expert Star Wars shows at Collider. And he's like, oh, Christian and Ken. He's like, he knows, uh, you know, he, oh, okay. he's, seen, he's okay. seen. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. And uh, he was, he, I said, you know, I always thought that the title was Rogue One. And <laughs> like, she's a Rogue One. And he's like, well. I'm sure you saw, and I was like, well, yeah, and then I was sort of vind- uh, yeah. vindicated, vindicated that that it was sort of Rogue One or yeah. a Rogue One. A Rogue One. And he was like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, is there going to be a Rogue One too? And he and he was like, it's a little confusing. We've talked about, you know, there's going to be the series sure, and yeah. all this kind of stuff, and he wrote, uh, he's written some Star Wars comics and everything. Yeah, he has some really good ones. Part too, of yeah. canon and yeah. all that stuff. Really good dude. Really funny guy. All right. uh, really enjoyed getting getting to meet Gary uh, Witta, right. and he pulled a Josh McCuga the first time he met yeah. Cody Hall kind of a thing. Yeah. We start talking, he's like, so who are you? <laughs> And just like the first time I met Cody, he was like, what's up, man? I was like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, Gary, what, get him, get him on, get him on the show. Call yes. up Gary now. Yeah. Gary, g- listen, I could get Gary Witta. If you wanted it. to talk to us about things, let's do it. Gary Witta is a hell of a guy. I hell like Gary Witta. Um, and he, you know, uh, I, I, tr- I could talk about Rogue One with him forever. A Rogue One. A rogue one. A rogue one. But Kevin Coelho, who okay. is who is their, their head, team. like he's he's got the whole thing and he's Technical just guy. pumping Pressing stuff. He built the whole Josh Brady board, which okay. was fantastic. Oh, so he's got some and skills. Yeah, he's got yeah. some skills. So um he 
he says to me, we start talking about The Last Jedi, right? Okay. Which is, t- I told our friend of the show, T-Bob A. Bear, mm-hmm. uh, the other night, I said, uh, yeah. or last night, we were talking, well, we're, this is Friday, so okay. we were texting last night during the national championship game, right. and I said, you know, something about The Last Jedi, and he's like, I love The Last Jedi, and I was like, I love The Last Jedi, too. Right, right. And I said, it's the most polarizing movie in movie history. It's- yeah. And it's like Alabama football, you know, like For, the most okay. polar, the evil, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the most polarizing movie in movie history. So I I asked Gary Wood, I was like, what do you think of The Last Jedi? And he goes, I refuse to get in a conversation with you about it. <laughs> but so then Kevin Coelho, like, you guys talking about The Last Jedi? And so he starts, uh, Gary Widow walks out of the room. Kevin starts talking to me about The Last Jedi. And he goes, I had a friend and I got to see The Last Jedi early and I wasn't allowed to talk to it with anybody in the office. And I had so much, I was so stressed out because he hated it, apparently. He's one of the haters. There's there's nobody like me in the world. It's like, I like The Last Jedi. Like, I didn't love it. You just just liked it. I didn't hate it. I'm just like, I liked it. Yeah. You know the part where he's got the, and he does the thing? Yeah. It's great. Great. I'm going to go back, uh, watch a Rogue One again. Rogue One. It's a, She's a rogue one. She's a rogue one. She's now a uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's a rogue one. Yeah. yeah. She's going out on her, on her out. Uh, so. So, yeah. So I. So you punched the guy. No, no. So Kevin Quello starts telling me that he saw it early, couldn't talk about it, couldn't okay. talk about anybody in the office, couldn't talk about it with anybody. Right. And he was so stressed out because he didn't like it and he yeah. needed to talk to somebody that he gave himself a rash, like, like a, a stress like rash. A stress rash. Oh, stress, and a stress rash. Stress rash. Hello, everybody. It's a stress rash. <laughs> Welcome to Thrust Breath with Ken and Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he starts telling me about it. I was like, you you disliked it that much? That much. And he goes, you know, I have a real passion for movies and things that I love. And I said, okay. you should truly come yeah. to Los Angeles and fight with people. Because yeah, you, you should really get along well. <laughs> you really, really do well down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm so, I'm like Gary Whitta. Right. I'm like, I don't, want, I don't want to have this conversation with right. you. I've had so many... Because I'm very proud. Oh, do you, Ken, did you like Last Jedi? Yeah, it's my second favorite Star Wars film. Okay, but now nah, we're not having this. <laughs> then we're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go hate it all you want. I don't care. Uh, real quick tangent that yeah. could probably take us in a different direction. Oh, I love tangents. Uh, I just burped, like small burp, and it oh, tastes yeah? like the chocolate covered bugle that your friend from Denmark sent us or Sweden. Uh, yeah, Norway. Norway, close. It's they, a Norwegian country. They, I think they all fought on the same t- uh, team in World War II. Yeah, uh, Scandinavians. His name is Christian, spelled like our friend Arloff. Oh. Christian, I call him underscore seven because mm. that is his username on Twitch. Okay. Christian underscore seven. He uh, reached out with that address that we gave out. Yes. Uh, you can uh, you can find that address on knapsackfiles.podomatic.net, which also works for here for the afternoons. And I got a, I got a message on Discord. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm not going to do Christian's voice, but I right. imagine it was something like this. Hello, <laughs> did you get the candy I sent? Because he's a leprechaun. Um, I'm, I'm being so offensive, <laughs> Christian. We're really so, sorry. I'm being so offensive. I thought he might be like, I hate I you again. I can't do a nor. It's a me, Christian. I'll just end up being Bjork. Yes, Bjork. Oh, hello. This is Bjork playing the songs for the, the sugar cubes. Um, <laughs> hello, um, my name is Bjork. Is this instrument is made have, from couch. Have you ever seen the video? Bjork taking apart a TV no. like 1994. No. It's like amazing. It's like under classified under ASMR because she's just like, I take apart the TV and it looks like a city. Inside is a city. I imagine them taking the elevator to the second level of the city. It's so, I'm telling you folks, stop what you're doing right now. Oh, we always say here. that at the beginning of the oh, show. Stop what you're doing. Type in Bjork, which Bjork. is B-J-O-R-K. Don't oh, with work. an umlaut. Yeah, Bjork. don't add the, you know, you don't need the umlauts. 
uh, Bjork TV, whatever. You'll find it. <laughs> you'll find and it. And I'm telling you, there's a, it looks like a city. Inside it's a city. I imagine sometimes that the, the people live inside the city. And, I, and it's the most calming, relaxing thing I've ever seen. So when Christian underscore seven wrote me, I imagined him oh in a Bjork God. voice going, did you get the candy? I sent the thing. And I, and on Twitch, these people are like my friends, right? When I sign in to play a game yeah. and go on Twitch, I see these names, I get excited. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, Christian underscore seven sent me some candy. So I go down to the mailbox yeah. and I, and it's a big box. Oh. And, the, and the lady there's real nice. Oh, her name's Jenny. She's like, she's kind of, uh, you know, one of those like, she kind of reminds me of like a sassy waitress from oh, the 70s. Yeah. Okay. You know? love it. Love she's it. like, I don't know what's in that Still box. Still working at Johnny Rockets. Yeah. She's like, I got, I got this box. She's like, uh, I go, oh, it's pretty big. She goes, well, yeah, I don't know what's in it. And I go, I do. It's candy from Norway. <laughs> and I said, you can't have any. And I went home. And I got to tell you, that's some of the best candy I've ever had in my life. I don't know. Let me grab that real quick. Grab it. Grab it over there. I featured this in my motivations video. It's in the background. The milk chocolate, I threw away the wrapper. I, I should have done, speaking of bad YouTube content, I should have done a unboxing of the candy I had. Um, you really should have. I should have. Okay, so you so guys can I tell get, I'm holding the candy because yeah. I'm wrestling the bag. Okay, this stuff We're is not called... Lied here. That's, it's called Smash. That's called the Smash of Candy. Uh, you ever it's had Smash before? Inside, it's like a seed. Now, I'm going to try and pronounce what's on the outside. It right. says... Nyet! 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 With an exclamation point. I don't think it's German. No. Nyete! Nyete! Nyet! Well, Nyet would be Russian, right? We're being the worst Americans ever. Yeah, love but it. I'm trying to and get that's why you sign up for the afternoon. <laughs> Correct. Net na uten palmology. Palmiolge. Palmiolge. Sir, are you having a stroke? Net na uten palmiolge. And now I'm Italian. And then at the bottom it says sot, S O with a sot. Sot, salt, and sprat. One of those has got to be corn. It's got to be, so right? So Chris, Christian underscore seven wrote little post it notes. And salt I, is clearly w- s- yeah. salt. Uh, I love post it notes. I have an obsession with post it notes. So have he, one more. Yeah, he, he put all of uh, the ca- descriptions on all the candy of what it was. And mm. there is, go get the elfin, uh, the, what I'm calling. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Smosh. Combinera that besta fra the Verdener. Now, I can imagine that Smolsch combines yeah. the best from the world. Yeah. Verdener from the garden? From okay. the I don't know. <laughs> We're so off. But We're oh so look, off. there's English. It's just maize snacks, so corn. Yeah, maize. Covered with yeah. milk chocolate ingredients. Yeah, it's like it is so good. Imagine if you had like corn checks cereal, mm. but each individual piece of corn checks was covered in milk chocolate. Okay. This is why Norway is such a great country. Everyone's just happy eating yeah. this candy over there. Salte og luftig spomajslegler decket met nednars. Yeah. Okay, but well, here's the best. I think that translates into no ticket. Look on what calories is. Yeah. Instead of calories, it says energy. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. That's, uh, you know, it's it's not giving you energy. It's, it's adding things. But there's... Uh, I have 210 uh, energy. There's a one gram of protein on it here. Uh, largest, best tort, oak, kilog, farvest, fat tort, asphalt. Best you, kept you actually driving sound cool. pretty good. And best for, uh, best before 2009? Oh, no, there's the date of, of 2019. Oh, there you go. He didn't send well, me 11 year old candy. I'd still try uh, it. And it's called Smash. Yeah. With an, uh, an exclamation point. It kind of lo- it has the same color combination of a Butterfinger. That's mm-hmm. like Butterfinger combination. It does, it does look like a Butterfinger. Right? And it's basically a chocolate-covered bugle. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to, you know, 
My favorite thing to do while driving on, you know, I don't like long road trips. I'm not a big fan of driving for long distances. How are you going to do when we go to Arizona? Well, I've got two friends. I'm oh. saying by myself. Oh, okay. And the only thing that could really get me going by myself yep. is to buy snacks. And I love road trip food. Oh, I can't wait to drive with you guys. Road trip snacks are my favorite. Oh, and man. so there is when you were driving up to Amanda's parents' place, and yep. you probably know. So when you, I take the five up to the 46, which is that James Dean freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he died in that in yep. the crash in the tree. Yep. And when you get off the five at the 46 junction, there's one of those like super complexes of like nine gas stations, every chain fast food. They Love just those. put in a wait for it, Dairy Queen that oh, is there. Yeah. And you better believe I stopped and got a Reese's Pieces Blizzard. Oh, flip that thing upside down. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So um, we, I, we stopped and Amanda's like, I want a snack. And I was like, of course, we were getting snacks. That's not even the thing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Now, I used to always get combos, but I figured out something about me and combos. Okay. One, they tear up my stomach real bad. Combos. What combos. do you mean by combo? I want to clarify. No, like the, the like the cheddar cheese pretzel combos. Oh, like a good combo. Yeah. yeah good or like the pizzeria pretzel. Pretzel sticks, some hard things, some yes. crunchy things. It's cheese in the middle of a rolled pretzel. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's, it's like 194,000 calories per bite. Right, right, yeah. right. Now I figured out something bad about the combos. It's it's just it's it's like getting Cheetos on the car trip gotcha. or Doritos. Is your fingers are constantly dirty? Then I have to like rub them on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. But what I was doing before was I was rubbing them on the seat, and before you know it, my seat is covered in like Cheeto yeah. and That's like dust good. and everything. So I gotta I gotta avoid that. But what I did buy was actual bugles. And the last time I had bugles was probably the like the tenth grade in high school. <laughs> I was gonna say okay yeah. I got bugles, I don't Ken. Remember last time I had bugles, and I know I got the only size bag they had because yeah. I had three of them, and my lips were already on fire with salt. The right. corners of my mouth were on fire, right. and I realized why I hadn't had bugles since my sophomore year because I legitimately had a sodium panic attack. <laughs> but I got to tell you, you cover those bugles in chocolate, smash! You've got that's, yourself a success. That's go that's picture. It. Go get that elven bread over there. I want to. This is the final thing we'll talk about. Uh, Christian underscore seven's gift to us. Grace and I are going to try this. We haven't opened up the package yet. Um, this so, has some weight to yeah, it. Yeah. So let me read uh, his description. I won't read in, in, in his, well. He wrote it in English. I he think. did. Well, he's got you know English is probably his fifth language. Right. Because they're so smart. Over and writes it better than me. Of course. Uh, traditional uh, soft Norwegian flatbread with butter and cinnamon. Um, and then he, uh, it's called Leafs in Norwegian. Yeah, Leafs, there is. So, so like Leif Erikson has his own bread, yeah. which makes sense. He's Best the greatest Viking of all time. Uh, Best Buy, February 15th, 2019. So it's this little, so, but it looks like, it's softer, but it looks like the bread the elves give the fellowship in Lord of the Rings. It does. You're right. Uh, so I'm, me and Grace are going to take this to Mordor and try to see if there's <laughs> enough to get back. Um, and then he gave me some cheese. It's in the refrigerator. Oh, some the Norwegian cheese. cheese. The cheese made it all the way over here from Norway. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to assume it did. I'm going to see it. I mean, you haven't the, seen anything It on sat it. in the post office box thing for a couple of days. That's not bad. That's ah, all right. But it's Listen, in the fridge now. Cheese is basically just milk that went warm. <laughs> so... You know, it's lazy milk. You know when I what's weird, and I know you were never a fan of the show The Walking Dead. Okay. I've never. I've watched one episode. Right. Though. Yeah. I know. I just. I'm just saying. You yeah. were never like. You yeah. Never oh, watched okay. The show. I, uh, sorry. I assumed I that you were like. You. I was fighting against it. No, like, no. I just never watched. Right. It. But there was yeah. an episode, and I always make fun of because yeah. it was like the. 
it was the origin story of the one guy, Morgan, who was uh-huh. like a long-term character on right, it. Right, right. forget the actor's name, but he's a very famous actor. He's now in Fear and the Walking Dead. He was in that show, Low Winter Sun. Okay. Um, and so he's a British guy. He, he was in Snatch. Like, you know this guy when you see him. Right. B- uh, black guy, bald. Right, right, right. Awesome actor, right? So he's, he's in this origin story episode, and he meets up with another very famous character actor that you've seen before, and the guy is trying to make cheese. Because, you know, in the apocalypse... <laughs> you need cheese. He's got a goat, and he's trying to make goat cheese, okay. I think. And, okay. and, he, and he's failing at the goat cheese. But there's something about it that I'm like, I, I want to try that you cheese. Try I really want to give that cheese a it's try. It's something that's pulling you in. Really and truly. I went to the uh, one of the, the famous uh, Parmesan cheese houses in Parma in Italy, when oh, I wow. when I, I was doing my stuff. study abroad, yeah, and everywhere you went, th- there was a guy that would just be like, "There was cheese everywhere." Yeah, and he's like, "This is from this year. This is from this. this is from here." It, it is he, and he had this little knife. This this <laughs> yeah, little knife off? just would cut it off and give it to you. Oh, I Ken, that. I probably had upwards of four pounds of cheese in an afternoon, and I can't I can't tell you how. That afternoon might have been one of the best afternoons of my life. <laughs> I love this. I mean, it was a cheese house. You know, you walk into a winery or a brewery and you see beer everywhere. Yeah. That's great. I love yeah, wine. I love beer. I'd love to go to a whiskey distillery, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yep. But you take me into a cheese warehouse. It oh, smells. It just smells like Parmesan and dreams. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> there, Whole Foods uh, has a good cheese section. I kind of, I move past it because I don't want to stick too long in there. Yes. I'm going to get a lot of blocks of cheese. Yeah. I love cheese. Cheese makes me so happy. Cheese does There's make me happy. almost nothing I don't put cheese on, which will explain my health problems. But the auditorium shaping up. Yeah, the, you you're know. looking great, Ken. Yeah, Spelt thanks, the, the, uh, the lost Last a, Jedi? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lost a... Uh, well, I, I've lost not so much the pound, the number. Uh, shape it up a little Shaping. Bit. You know what it was? I've, I've got. A, I've invested in a lot of different uh, bands. Oh. Uh, elect, uh, not, uh, uh, yeah, yeah like, but not the ones with the handles. Okay. I'm talking the ones, those. yeah, I have those too, but I have the bands that, uh, with the different strength levels, of course, mm-hmm. and then I do cardio and the bands at the same time. Oh, nice. And I'm, ta- and I do pull-aparts and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. You got to change it up every you now do. and then. You're right. Uh, I think, You're right. I think we're going to be getting our hands on some boxing gloves uh, soon. And then what we're going to do is go out in that walking path yes. and fight each other. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not not going to be a problem at all. There is a boxing gym at the end of my street. Really? We should, a we comedian should. friend of mine, I don't know if you know Jeff May, he goes. He lives nearby. He, okay. he goes there as well. Matt Key and his wife, Brittany, they go to a boxing club out in Pasadena. Like one of those crew boxes? Amanda, I, I don't yeah, know if you saw Amanda's uh, Instagram over I the do. weekend, but she went to a, like a boxing class. Did she? Yeah, it was in, it was in, it's called Glove Works. It's in the, uh, yeah. the new Century City Mall, yeah. which is fantastic okay. if you haven't been there lately. It's, I think, I think it's boxing is catching up as the new trend right now. Yes. It comes and goes. Sure. I just don't, I'm like you, I don't like working out with other people. I know, I hate it. So I'm thinking of trying to get a, a cheap uh, punching bag that I can't hang, but I can just set up somewhere okay. and going crazy in here. I like that. Yeah. Well, you and I could do some videos of us training oh, hard. Definitely in the auditorium. Yeah, in the auditorium. Um, this is what I love the afternoons. We, we jump all around here, but I want to jump back to something. Talk to me. Road food. Oh. Because you, me, and Mark Ellis are about to head out. Yeah. For the comedy show in Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. Pub Rock Live. Pub Rock Live. Go to markellislive.com. And 10. 8 and 10. And we need we need to do, we, we, I'll be let honest me, with uh, you. Hold on. Let me pull up the, the link here to tickets. I've been sending yeah. this link to people. We're also, uh, well, I actually pulled up my TSA pre-check number right. first. Um, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. No, keep no. Going, so, so we're, uh, we're going to, uh, 
we're going to uh, the second show is what I was trying to say. We need to sell some tickets for the second show. Okay. First show's looking good. I'll okay. be honest. You know, maybe sometimes I, I put the pull the veil down too soon. I want people to know if you're in the area, you want to go. We need some help on the second show. Yes. Because um, we want to do more of this. Because people yes. are tweeting us, "Hey, come on down to Tucson. We'd yeah. love to. Of course. We'd love to. We got to prove you got the box office numbers there. So, uh, but we're heading out. We're driving out. It's going to be about a six and a half hour drive. Yeah, I'm excited. We're getting in the fusion. Pub Rock Live, Scottsdale. Arizona, right. 7.30 doors on the first one, 9.30 doors on the second one. Buy tickets for both. The second show is going to be different. It's going to be rowdier. It's going to be louder. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Uh, yeah. And we'll probably be drunker. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm curious because I love driving. Yes. I love getting on the road. Yeah. I've done cross country twice as far as East Tennessee on the 40. Mm-hmm. I, I But road food is key for me. Uh, you know, guys know I love 7-Eleven, but a pilot or a loves. And then a fa- I always... Even no matter how my diet is going, if it's good, I'm adhering to a strict diet, I always like to stop at some place like Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. And I get myself a double Western. Mm. But I try to make it within two hours of my uh, location or just, just des- in case. destination because it's a race to get to the hotel bathroom. <laughs> Correct. And I, that's a fun game I play to kind of spice up the journey, literally and physically. Literally, figuratively. <laughs> You're a sick man, but I appreciate that. Uh, my, I, I love road snacks. I'm not a big road meal guy. Now I can be convinced differently. Like, and a, I've never like. What do you mean? Like pulling off the side road, actually going to a restaurant? Yeah, correct. I'm not either. Okay, and but I will stop at a fast food place. No problem. I'll stop at a gas station, get some good snacks. I've never physically walked into and purchased anything at a Carl's Jr. That is a true fact. Because of any great moral dilemma, moral stance against it. No, 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 no. Now I, my old roommate, he would he was convinced that Carl every Carl's Jr. was dirty, and yeah. smelled like a dish rag, and he wouldn't go into. Okay, uh, I've se- I, I can imagine that mostly because the first Carl's Juniors that I've seen are all in Los Angeles, and they're all in very seedy locations for the right. most part, right? Like that Hollywood one where there's just a homeless guy living in it, right. and uh, you know there's another Hollywood one where there are more homeless guys just living, living in, in it. it, living in it, and it's. But what really always got me was when they would drop the burger in the commercial and go like. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I hated that sound. I hated it so much. Yeah. I really couldn't uh, get into it. And yeah. so I've never had Carl's Jr. I one, I would say one time yeah. somebody brought me a vanilla milkshake from Carl's Jr. And it wasn't bad. Those, those, they got good milkshakes. I love Carl's Jr. I love Hardee's too. Hardee's the East Coast. East Coast. Big thick burger they mm-hmm. call it out there, which mm-hmm. is, 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 is a little more interesting when you... I'll have a big thick burger. Here's a de- <laughs> here's a dense burger. It's kind of like yeah. a Ponch Burger in Parks and Recreation. Right? Never watched an episode. Never seen an episode. But it, you know, Ponch Burger. Anything that's going to give you the the yeah. thought of I'm getting fatter whilst eating this <laughs> is the kind of burger place I want to join and so I'm, join in. I'm on. curious to see what we what we uh, come up with as yeah. a team because none of we've all ridden together on longer trips, but none of not all three of us in an extended period of time in a car. Yeah, because like uh, you and I drove to Comic Con a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I which was nice. Took a couple, nice. We stopped at a McDonald's. You, in the McDonald's. Way home. You took a nap. I remember. I did. I, I more like passed out. Yeah, I remember. Kinda... Do you remember what happened when you woke up, passed out, whatever? Uh-uh. So at the time, I was dating Grace, oh, but it was right. secret, yeah, and no one was supposed to know. And all of a sudden, you you do this. You're like, for like four hours. Actually, the ride's not that long. Forty five minutes. And all of a sudden, you wake up. You go, ah, yeah. Hey, are you Grace Dayton? <laughs> Did I tell yeah, it went? <laughs> that's literally the first thing you said. I look. I looked over. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. No. I don't. No, but then. But know. you had that that look on your face like last night. Yeah. Again, we're recording this on Tuesday. Like we usually, this is Friday. Right. I was watching The Bachelor yesterday with right. the wife. Uh, the first few episodes of The Bachelor are the greatest. Last night's Bachelor was three hours, uh, mostly because they just kept doing these like live things that weren't part of The Bachelor. It was just like uh, all annoying. We're at a viewing party in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Legitimately, that's where they were. Um, but. I was like, you know who got the first impression rose? Because the girl that got the first impression rose on Monday is a Moomoo model. Okay. And uh, for those that don't know or what's a Moomoo model, my wife works for a company called Show Me Your Moomoo, showmeyourmoomoo.com. Mm-hmm. And they have a lovely models that model all their clothing. And they're right, you know right. Los Angeles based and they're lovely people, most of them. And and so this girl, Hannah G, got the um, the first impression rose. And Amanda was giggling the whole time. She's like, I knew it. And yeah. I was like, I knew you knew it. I, you have yeah. this, you don't have a poker face. Your poker face <laughs> is terrible. Cause, and she's probably going to hear this one and be like, I'm going to call you. Amanda's, po- we'll be watching a movie, right? Right. right. And she will get really upset and go and Google how it ends. And then during it, she'll be like, you'll never know how this ends. You, you'll never, what, oh, well, now I, she you, wants to spoil herself that? and I don't know. She's the, she she's the girl that? that will be like December 6th. Yeah. And she'll be like, I got your Christmas present. Do you want it? I'm like, no. Grace is like that too. It's 24 and days my, away. My, my mother's like that too. I got to the house on December 23rd. She goes, there's your gift. Open it. I'm like, Christmas is in two days. Yeah. I want you to open it now. I said, no. No, I want, I'm delaying the anticipation. Right. The, Christmas is for the gift. Yeah. Like the surprise is Christmas morning. Yeah. I get the gift. Legitimately, when we first started dating, yeah. I told Amanda, uh, it's like, I got you a really nice birthday present. She goes, what is it? I go, I'm not going to tell you. It's what? the mid, her birthday's in October. It was the middle of September. Yeah. And she, I said, I'm not going to tell you. It's for your birthday. And she goes, oh, you're going to get to tell me. So she just kept prodding and poking for like the next two and a half weeks. But I stayed strong. That's Ken. good, man. I stayed strong. I, I, I surprised I surprised Grace the other night. There was a, you know, you know, the L.A. Zoo locally has the L.A. Zoo nights during mm. the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. They put up Christmas and they keep the zoo open okay. right at night. Not all the zoos open, so you don't get to see some sleeping uh, emus and stuff mm. that I wanted to. And the meerkats are sleeping. Ah. One. But it was a surprise. And mm-hmm. she loves the animals. We love the zoo. And we love Christmas lights. Okay. So I, I got some tickets. Surprise her. I said, hey, I just keep this night free. I'm going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. It was like I stole her dogs and held them ransom for ransom. Like, I, you got to tell me. I'm like, no, but you got to know. You got to tell me. I don't know what to wear. And I'm like, all right, okay, that's fair. Outside, potentially cold. But I got to know. I got to know. I got to know. It was It was like I reached into her purse and took money and, and said. threw it on the street. And threw it on the street and said, we're out. Um, you know, she was so upset. I don't. I but don't then get, it ended up being a great night. Yeah, yeah, she loved it, of course. And I held, but I was like you. I held the surprise all the way to the end. And you know yeah. what ruined it? What's that? I was so pissed off at the city of L.A. at Caltrans. Oh uh, no! They had because of the traffic concerns because the zoo's located in Griffith Park. A lot of yeah. people cut through to get to the five freeway or to Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we turn left at the four. Well, you well, there's Los Feliz Boulevard yeah, yeah, close yeah. to the big fountain. So I'm going through Griffith Park, and they have a sign up there uh, on the a little, one of those orange electric signs, and it's like uh, L.A. Zoo nights uh, turn right. And she goes, are we going to the L.A. Zoo nights? And I could have been like, no, no, I just Carl's like, Jr., Big West. I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> Held out for two I, weeks. I had it. I was the there. city of L.A. ruined I me. I friggin' had it. I had it. But oh, you got ruined by Anyways, yeah. we'll see how that goes. The road trip food. I think, I think we're, we're going to be in New York. on the route. Yeah. And yeah, and we're, we're going to be in together. New York. Just, just uh, confirm that today with Mark Ellis that I'm going to be joining you guys on stage. That's great. In New York, uh, New York Comedy Club in the East Village. We were, because when we were in New York with Collider for that weird company meeting, mm-hmm. we all knew eventually we'd be fired. <laughs> um, 
I mean, we're not talking. I mean, that was the weirdest thing I've ever attended. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to. I didn't really hang out with you. Yeah. As much. At a late night steak with Harloff and Perry, one of his friends. Yeah, why didn't we? Hang you, out? Thad, and Grace got drunk and don't remember half of your night. Yeah, oh you, yeah. You guys had like one of those weird 1960s Beatle movie montages, Hard Day's oh, Night, yeah. where you like snuck out. Well, so you guys all left that party early, and that. Well, here's the thing yes, too: is yes, we yes. weren't necessarily working together, if you will, because we were yeah. still working on Comic Con HQ. Like yeah, that was, yeah, it was coming still out of a it. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the three of you were producing that and everything. Yeah. Right. And so the three of us had to work together all the time. So we'd become buddies and mm-hmm. you guys were all miserable about being there. And so you guys left the party and, and, and Thad, Grace and I were hitting the dance floor because the open bar was still open. Open bar. Now it was open. still the bar. I love an open bar party. Cause as it's, soon as the bar closes, it scatters like cockroaches in light. It's just <laughs> like, we're out. See ya. See ya. See ya. So, and I, you know, I'd lived in New York for two years and yeah. I hadn't been in my old stomping grounds in a gotcha. while, which is where the New York comedy club is, oh, is in yeah. my old stomping grounds. Oh, I used to live right over. Over there, which is awesome. So I, I jumped on the subway, and yeah. I think that Grace and Thad were a little weary about jumping on the subway at like 9 p.m. on a yeah. Thursday. I think that was only her first or second trip to New York. Right. And they were a little yeah. worried. And we get down, and it's kind of quiet down there. I was like, guys, this is the only way to travel through New York. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly where we're going. I'll pay for your tickets. It's no big deal. Give me right. the Metro card. Let me jump in. We jump in. We head down to the East Village. We go to St. Mark's Place. We go to a bunch of dive bars. Right. We, we take the subway again down to my, like right by my old apartment. Yeah. We go to Spring Lounge. We go to Pomodoro Pizza. We're drinking everywhere we're going. And like it was a mayhemish night. Yeah. And then we were able to take because the hotel we were on was on Lexington. So we took the subway yes. right back oh, up. Oh, you remember that? We yeah. were there. And, uh, you know, we get in the hotel and there's a bunch of people in the hotel lobby and everybody's rowdy. I mean, it, like, it was, yeah. It, I remember parts of that. Yeah. But I think that, you know, like we all, I think Thad, Grace, and I all blacked out pretty good for yeah. an extended Because I didn't know her as much then, even though I worked with her. I wasn't, t- you know, we well, were. Because you had just started at I Collider. Just, I ju- I'd been there six weeks. Right. And literally, I get maybe they're less. like, they're like, you maybe I started like late October. Okay, I, I started late so October 2016, a month. month in. Yeah. They were like, you got to go to New York. Yeah, like, well, why? Right. I mean, I love New York. I've been once, but I, sure. okay, cool. All expenses paid. But in the middle of December, sure, I got to go to uh, New York. They're like, well, we all got to go to this meeting. And, and then you and I fall asleep during the meeting. Mm-hmm. You almost get fired. Oh man, that was so. I funny. mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, mind you, the meeting was in a club. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and the guy that is the head of the, the, the company at that point, yeah. the complex, s- said the word fuck uh, about a hundred times yeah. in 30 minutes. People were counting. Yeah. And me and McCougar sitting next to each other, leaning up on each other's shoulders. Sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and and like Christian's freaking out. Yes. Because he just hired me. You know, he just got me over and mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to be, fu- see, Mark Echo's going to see you. And Sleep so Thad it. kept like jabbing me. Yeah. And I don't really know Thad too well at this point. And no. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the best. It but I want, awesome. I'm looking forward to being in New York with you this York. time because I didn't get to hang out with you. So Some old Friday. One back then from Screen Junkie days. Yeah. Um, but it'll be good. So Friday. At yeah. New York Comedy Club. Yeah. Uh, me, you uh, are hosting the show. Yeah. And then Mark Ellis this gonna is going to do his January 24th. Set. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, and we're, we're going to do like an extended hosted set from what I understand. Oh, because great. we have, we have like the night. And then, um, and then the Schmodown on Saturday. Schmodown on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I'm going to do some crowd warm up. Crowd warm up. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Okay. I'm walking out with that kid they paired me with. I, f- I think his name's Lucky or something like that. Old. Old barnstormer. I still haven't watched one. He's a rogue one. <laughs> He's a rogue one. But it'll be fun. Yes, it'll be fun. Uh, be a lot gonna, of fun. We're gonna rowdy up that place real nice. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's at the uh, uh, 
farts. What's the name of that theater? I don't know. Like the I something don't consortium. I don't no, know. Hold on. I, I know it. And you know what? And we keep. I'm, Christian's going to yell at us. Well, I don't care. Um, roulette. I told you. Roulette intermedium. I, what did I say? You the, said the consortium. Uh, yeah, the consortium. The, that was pretty the close. Imagination of Dr. Parnassus yeah. or whatever Bro- you were Brooklyn, saying. Brooklyn, New York, 7 p.m. The roulette intermedium. I think it's sold out. Roulette. But again, yeah, New no, York I Comedy think, Club, I think East Village. Yeah, East Village. I we like are going to rock that place. We are turning. I love. Place I love my down. time in New York. I, I got to, you know. And yeah. you and I are on a flight together. Are we, we're flying out? Yeah, of bourbon, and it's together. a red eye flight. Yeah. Oh, I hate. I mean, with a stopover, I believe. Really? Yeah. What the? F- what? <laughs> yeah. You can't get it. I thought the reason you take Burbank is it's a straight flight to New York. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that we might be stopping over somewhere, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Whatever. It's an adventure. Yeah. I don't listen, care. We, I love New York. Yeah. It's be my third time. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun I walking did. around. Yeah. Me and Dan Merle. Yep. Uh, Alicia Malone took me around. We went down to like the 9-11 thing. She took me on like a dignified tour for Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're walking out of a... Little, I want to go to the 9-11 thing because I've never been there since I moved. It was. It's... I hate to say great, yeah. but you know what I mean? I want to go down It meant something it. to me. Yeah. Alicia and I are walking down the street in New York near Soho. Uh-huh. And, you know, just we're friends walking by. Sure. Some dude walks up and is like... Man, she too pretty for you. <laughs> it just keeps walking. And there's like 40 people around because it's New York. And they're all looking at me. And, and Alicia, God, who's a sweetheart, just, just like taps. She's like, don't worry about that. That's not true. And I'm just like, oh, Ken. I, what did I do to deserve that? <laughs> yeah, what did I do? And he, like, he pointed at me like I didn't know it. Yes. Like he was, he's like, man, she too pretty for you. Yep. Oh, welcome. New York, man. Hello. <laughs> New York. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait either. We're going to have a hell of a time. Yes. You know, see what we're probably going to do is we're going to land. You don't know it yet, but I'm going to sleep on the floor of your hotel room. And uh, I have no problem with that. (laughs) I have no problem with that. I'm rooming with Mike Kalinowski. uh, Yes. And I love Mike. I don't know Mike well enough. I feel sorry for him. I think I snore. Um, I didn't think I used to, but I recently got some reports <laughs> surfaced. Oh, yeah. Wolf Blitzer and CNN's reporting I snore now. Uh, that's a great thing to develop late. Yeah. Um, but I know you've got some night terrors. I a- do. And you and I have already roomed together. Mm-hmm. So I'll wake you up with snoring and you wake me up by screaming murder. Yeah. We're okay. I don't feel bad. And listen, Mike Kalinowski, heel of the century. So uh, apparently in Schmodown lore, again, these are all things I'm being told via email. Do you think he email. sleeps in a full Batman. Hugh Hefner bathrobe? Situation. Well, I was going to say the full Batman costume with hood and everything. <laughs> I don't. I, he sleeps I, upside down. Can I you? picture Kalinowski putting on like a full-on velvet pajama outfit that matches, mm-hmm. and just sits down and he folds nice, and he just lays yes. down and falls right to sleep. Hair in perfect place. He's the only person ever to own a vape cigar. He does. He knows he's not allowed to smoke inside anymore, so he develops his own vape cigar. I think this is true. Where I sleep, when I wake up in the morning, it looks like the leftovers of the Battle of Helm's Deep in Mm -hmm. Two Towers. Like there's a wall missing, there's pillows on the ground, the blankets are undone. There is a corner of the bed, the the fitted sheet, Mm -hmm. ripped up, and I'm sleeping on the mattress. That happens. Every night. It happens. Every night. Amanda, the other morning, uh, two mornings ago, she woke up and she was making the bed. Usually I make the bed, yeah, yeah. but she doesn't like how I do the throw pillows. So yeah. I've been uh, actually yeah. asked to leave the bed making I process. I hate throw pillows. Yeah, me too. Don't tell Amanda that. We are crushing her on this one. Uh, my whole life is just a one large throw pillow. No, I want Amanda McCuga to call into the show and defend throw pillows. They're the worst invention. She, she, she can do it now or she can do it later. Let's try. Uh, because it is, let me tell you, they're the worst thing in the world. She doesn't, she... She 
touched the bed and she goes, ooh, somebody was sweating. Uh-oh. All right. No, you bring, you bring that over here. <laughs> you bring Amanda McCuga. This is Cat Napsock for the afternoons with Josh and Ken. Oh, wow. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Amanda, I got a very important question for you. Um, Please ask. Can you defend the atrocity that is throw pillows? <laughs> Why do we have throw pillows? Why do you have throw pillows? Why do I have to deal with them? Why do we have throw pillows? Yes. Because... They're decorative, and they make a space feel cozy what? and homey. <laughs> homey. And you guys just have to deal with that. I'm homey, sorry. don't play that. Well, okay. <laughs> hey, it's a good reference. Right. A live in color. Here's yeah. what I'll say. Okay. And this uh, is just anyone you can take, take yeah. what you want from it. Okay. But my husband did not own throw pillows before we moved in together. Because he's a good and man. people would occasionally, you know, friends would come over. Uh-huh. Fine. No big deal. Looks like a bachelor pad. Cool. Right. I feel like Then when I moved here. in and added throw pillows, yeah. mm-hmm. people would come over and go, whoa, what did you guys do with this place? It looks amazing. So, you know, credit that to the throw pillows. I'm just oh, saying. Wait, wait a minute. Are you crediting that to the throw pillows or the fact that you took down all the Bo Jackson posters? Ooh. It's a combination. It, mm. It's totally a combination. And, and Ken, let me just say, right. I, I don't think I would have taken down uh-huh. just the Bo Jackson posters. Uh-huh. It was the terrible movie posters. And when I say terrible, I mean like bad movies. It was Happy Gilmore, Zoolander, Happy Gilmore, Johnny Dangerously, Dumb and Dumber. Terrible. Those are classics. How dare you? No. Yes. Get me like a cool vintage framed Dumb and Dumber poster, maybe. But no. Okay, I can see that. that. Okay, but going. See, Amanda. Amanda's more for aesthetic, and I'm more for function. But but that's the problem with throw pillows. Is they're not. There's the only purpose is to make you feel something. I want necessity, Mm. and I have to remove them every night to sleep. Mm. That doesn't seem functional. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's an age-old hacky stand-up comic routine, but it's true. It's true. Why do we have It's literally the plot of Alam Came Polly, but still, it's it's (laughs) a legit question that my wife is being put on the spot to answer, and I think she's doing an okay job. I can't argue with you. I totally understand that you don't like throw pillows. Right. And I'll say, I know that it's frustrating to have to take them off the bed and find room for them on the floor and then have to make the bed all over again in a nice way. But the joy I get from making a bed or chopping (laughs) a pillow, which chopping a pillow just means you put your hand down the center so it has like a nice little V shape at the top so it looks Uh, nice and fluffy. I'll show you the pillow chop before I leave. Thank you. Yeah. the joy I get from doing that and yeah. seeing my bed made and seeing the couch look like done and clean uh-huh. trumps any frustration I would get with having to take the pillows off the bed every night. I mean, look, it's worth it. I, I, <laughs> I feel what you're saying. I, there's a certain kind of emotional release. Some people get, I haven't made my bed. What, what is this January? Mm-hmm. Since September. <laughs> September yeah, is the last go. time I made my bed. Um, I, see, I have to make my bed. And I know I feel bad for Amanda like two mornings ago when she touched my side of the bench. Like, ooh, somebody was sweating last night. <laughs> yeah, I, I sweat when I sleep and it's a situation. I mean, I like, don't get me wrong, I like a freshly made bed and sheets. I clean my sheets. I'm not mm-hmm. a monster. But once I sleep in them, I'm like, I'm going back into that tonight. I yes. don't need to fix it up to go back in and mess it up again. You're correct. Well, and I, yeah, you are correct. I have no problem with you not having throw pillows or not making your bed. Well, yeah, I we're am not just married. somebody who is slightly psychotic 
and I'm, I'm fully aware. Um, I, I just get, okay. I, I don't know. The throw pillows bring me joy. They just do, which is why I have a problem and why I keep buying them and why I keep having to change them out because right. I need something, you know, I need, need to change it up, get some new colors. I mean, look, I think you did a spectacular job to each their own, and I and I wouldn't take that joy away from you. <laughs> so I, I appreciate your answer. Thank you, Ken. Uh, you've calmed my anger. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of throw pillars herself, my lovely wife, Amanda Makuga, <laughs> at Amanda underscore Makuga on Instagram. That's where you guys can follow her. You can all see her comedic skylings on her Instagram stories where she yeah. makes fun of all the things that I love. Babe, thanks for answering your phone. We love you so much. And thanks for not spoiling The, the Bachelor that last you night. Love. That's not true. Well, 98% of them. Thanks, babe. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. I, I feel good about that. I still think throw pillows are, are sent from Satan. Yeah, um, you're correct. I, I, I understand the joy and comfort it provides a lot of people. So well, I am trying to be better of a human there. Uh, you know, we'll be all right. Okay. We'll, be all, we'll go to New York. We'll have some fun. You'll sleep on the floor. We'll take public transportation. Uh, you just had a yeah. good experience with public transportation in San Francisco. Man, huh? I got to tell you what. Northern California... That public transportation system, that Caltrain, the Bart, the Bart, yeah, dude. I, you know, listen, the guy, the guy, uh, the guys. I'm kind of funny. Their office is close to a Bart station. Okay, thank goodness. I jump on the Caltrain at my brother's place. Uh, I jump on a Bart. Hour later, I'm at their door. Seven dollars fifty cents. All right. Uber fifty two dollars. <laughs> and and some weird guys talking to you. Correct. Uh, I don't. Just, I like talking to my. I Uber keep driver. telling and every time I get in an Uber, my brother and I talk about it. And there's, you yeah. know, Adam Sandler. I don't know if you watch his new stand uh, Netflix stand up. It's fantastic. Uh, he talks about the smelly Uber, and I, I every Uber and Lyft that you get into in Los Angeles just smells like purple. I it do, I don't. I can't <laughs> tell you what like the scent is. It's, it's just it makes my my face and nose and eyes yeah. go purple. It's not like new car smell, but there's something intentional. In yes, it. some kind of oil spray. It's, it's something. And it's yeah, purple. Yeah. It's purple. Yeah. LA public transportation. They, and they, LA doesn't have public they transportation. Did, they didn't build. They, they, didn't they didn't build. Built. They didn't build. Ah, son of a bitch. Live <laughs> tape. They didn't build this city with public transportation in mind. They, correct. They did not. Now, they, we have a little subway system that I do like. I take it down to downtown, mm-hmm. but it's not convenient because mm-hmm. uh, you have to drive to it and park to it, you know, Ubers, Lyfts, whatever you want to take, depending on your political affiliation. Um, <laughs> someone the other day is like, uh, we'll catch a Lyft down here. And I went, eh, I'm on the Uber side. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not my friend. I just, anymore. it was the first app that I put on my phone was Lyft. So I'm not going to punish the people working for Uber because you don't like their CEO or you don't think uh, what they, uh, yeah, it's not what there I There was do. a while there where I was getting shamed for going to Chick-fil-A and then they just opened this one in Burbank mm. and now I'm like, I can't not stop there. Uh, you know, I, what are you going to do? People right. got to eat. Yeah. People got to eat. And they got to eat Chick-fil-A because it's delicious. <laughs> it's that number two, the one with Oof, the cheddar cheese. My goodness. Uh, it, uh, it's a religious experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, experience. Uh, I can't talk. Man, you're, tra- you're trailing off here. Should we just end the episode? Some, no, I think I need some of those smash candies. Um, or less of them. Um, but yeah. So would you like to smash? Would you like to smash? <laughs> that, it, that sounded sexual. Would, would you, you like, to, like smash? to smash? Uh, it's a whole city inside the TV. If you, guys, city. if you guys are listening to it now and, and you're like, man, I'd like to see some video content of Ken and Josh. Yeah. Uh, you guys can go to my YouTube channel where we'll be doing advertisements for uh, Norwegian candy. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, we will. Norwegian candies, Norwegian chocolates, Norwegian breads, yeah, all of that. All of it. We're going to do visual commercials yes, just for you all. Just for you all here. Uh, anyways, the city, it's getting better out here, but I don't think it'll ever, it'll never be New York and San Francisco. It's really tough mm-hmm. because the city was sprawled out so far. Yeah, urban sprawl. That we never got the opportunity to build things around the transportation. Right. You yeah, know? and you thought freeways were going to save the day, and right. then, uh, you know, they, they barely move. People. Yeah, and the I have of, this idea. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. with me on this one. Yeah, I'm listening. This is sort of like my uh, pipeline the water from inundated right. places to right. us. Right. Right. Like when they're like, oh, it's going to be a flood. Turn on the pipelines. Turn on the pipeline. Send it to Southern California. Yeah. We need the farm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to bucket over some water from uh, New Orleans. Correct. Flood water to. Okay. Yeah. Fair Filter enough. it. Put it in the pipeline. Fair enough. Put it on a throw pillow. Okay. So. <laughs> Put a bird on. My thought is yeah. this. Okay. So you know on surface streets mm-hmm. that there's always stoplights and it's like a four-way stop, and that's what's stopping you on surface streets. Right, right. Now, what if we prefabricated like big humps? Oh, humps. Big humps. Yeah, I want humps. Right? Yeah. You prefabricate the humps. Now there's tunnels that you basically are driving under the tunnel on the on the one, one side, side, and then you're humping on the other. Remember, so you're basically turning the city into one large freeway. Remember when you played the little with the as the kid the little car sets that are like the roads or little wood blocks and you put together. Rio. Yeah, and and you you build a bridge and yes. then you have a road under. Yep. It was fun. Why not do that more over here? At Universal Studios. There's that big intersection. It was Lancashire and whatever that little side street is. Yeah, which is near where the one of the um, metro stops it's, um, is. It's a uh, Barham. Uh, not not quite. Uh, maybe it's Coanga. Oh, you're thinking of Lancashire. Bar- no, I'm thinking of Coanga. Goes right by Universal. Oh, uh, right, right, the lot, right, right, and you right. go up the hill. Right. Yes. They yeah. used to have. I'm not joking, close to a, like a thousand people crossing. And it would be even even with the oh, light. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Now they put that bridge they in. They put the bridge. They put the bridge. Right. I, I like what Elon Musk is trying to do. Go underground. Great. Yes. Hide from the aliens too. Tube it. But tube it. But go bridge it. And I think some surface streets should have some bridges. I agree. More bridges, more humps. Yeah. More, I, I like, I'm just seeing Brio humps all the way yeah, across. Like more pedestrian. Crescent Heights and Wilshire. All oh, those, you bad. know, it, all the Santa Monica stoplights that you put at major intersections, just put a big hump at La Cienega. <laughs> Never have a stoplight at I, La Cienega anymore. I love this part of the afternoons because we got people out there in Johnson They're like, City, no Tennessee. Idea. They're like, eh, I can't relate. But I think that they can relate to the fact that there are certain intersections yeah. in their town that oh, are yeah. just stopped by lights and the lights aren't timed right. There's but if you eliminated the lights and added humps yeah. or tubes or whatever. There was a, in Johnson City, Tennessee, there was an intersection. You head out towards the Walmart <laughs> and there's a part of the road and there's a there's like a KFC nearby there. Uh, and there's like a curvy road that leads over to where that Cheddar's is. I love that we went from like a very populous city in California to the city that you only know about and the one Schmoes fan yeah. that used to call in who's an it was, awesome it was dude. the best. Yeah. Yeah, I don't travel much. <laughs> it's my only frame of reference. I did stop in Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, Van Buren, Arkansas. Oh. Another another stop that I had. Arkansas, very underrated state. My, beautiful. My state. brother lived in Bentonville near the okay. Ozarks, near the Missouri border. It's a beautiful state. Yeah. I don't know what I thought when I crossed into that line. Do you, do you want to hear a really good Arkansas story? Uh, I, and I think that you'll like it. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. brother lived in Northwest Arkansas, yeah. outside Bentonville, a town called Rogers, Arkansas. What's he doing out there? Uh, working for Walmart. So he was working for EA Sports, but they were the Walmart is one of their big clients. So gotcha. they have an office there dedicated to making Walmart happy, which makes sense. And the Walmart okay. campus is is awesome because they have a test Walmart store. 
Nobody oh, goes in it. It's legitimately just for the employees and the people that have the products there to look and see if they like where their product is placed. And then okay. depending on whatever. So you can go in there. That's There's no, it's just this big open Walmart with like, I like that. it's so cool, man. Be it's like really a, cool. A, here's our test Disneyland. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's test out these rides All just right. for random people. Yeah. So, um, in the town where my brother lived, it was a dry county, so you couldn't drink. Yeah. There was no liquor stores. The only places that had liquor licenses were bars, but they had to be private clubs or something like that. Okay. So like country clubs or private drinking clubs would have where you could go drink, right? Okay. But the Missouri border was only about 20 minutes away. So you drove to Missouri, and at the at the borderline of the, of the state, yeah. there was this super liquor store called McAdoodles, okay? Sure it was. It was called Macadoodles. Macadoodles. Ken, when you walked in there, mm-hmm. it was like the Bass Pro Shops of alcohol. Oh, I'm hearing you. Whiskeys, wines, beers, every kind of alcohol. And there was guys, and when you walked in, they're like, sir, could we help you shop today? I'm like, yeah, damn real white. Yeah. It's like, would you like to try this one? Would you like to try this booze? And they're handing out shots of whiskeys and everything. Not only were you Man. were you buying booze, you were getting drunk at you the were store. The booze, yeah. Ken, there's like booze now. There's 97 checkout lines, like a Target. Macadoodles? Macadoodles. And it was awesome. Sounds like some weird. Sounds like, no, it's what it sounds like is that uh, the macaroni company brother split off to make his own and he couldn't think of a good name. And he says, Macadoodles. Macadoodles. But Macadoodles Macadoodles is is what you get in your car after you order the number two from McDonald's. That's true. Macadoodles. (laughs) You hit traffic. If they had only built a bridge, I'd not have crapped in my car. We need the (laughs) We we need need the hubs. We build the hubs. Build the hubs. Um no, you you it was Ken, legitimately, if you walked in there today, Uh you could spend hour, two hours at the Macadoodles. Okay. And you'd be very a very happy place. I think there was even like a drinking lounge, like there was a hangout. Oh, but and when beautiful. I say drinking lounge, it's basically a bar. But that's legitimately, just... it, Ken, it All was right. genius in every um, single way. I want to go. I'm trying to look it up, McDonald's. But as I, I brought up my computer, and I just got the movie fights questions. Oh, and so this show will air after I appear a movie fight. Oh, fights. perfect. But so I don't. I'm not spilling any beans here. Okay. I hate every one of these questions. All right, give them to me. Okay. Sony is confronted. They don't use all these questions. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm breaking ranks here. Billy sent me this email. Sony has confirmed they will move forward with Venom 2, but Ruben Fleischer is not returning to direct. Who should take control of the Venom franchise? Michael Bay. I, I give two craps about that, but Michael Bay is a good answer. Ava DuVernay. That's the answer everyone gives. Margot Robbie has been confirmed to play Barbie, Mattel's upcoming feature adaptation. So who should play Ken? Ken Marino. I like that answer. Uh, the Sopranos prequel movie is moving forward. John Hamm. And will feature Tony Soprano as a little kid. What? What TV series would inspire the best prequel movie? TV series to movie. Prequel movie. That's a tough one. Good question. It's like a Lawn Harris special. Well, hmm. yeah. We already have Better Call Saul for Breaking Bad. Right. But movie. So you got to take it to yeah. movie. So Better Call Saul movie. I'm not going to do, do Game of Thrones. I know that's no, no, what they no. want me to answer. Oh. Yeah. Easy. You have a Seinfeld pre like prequel movie, and it's George and Jerry in college when he meets Elaine, and they move into the building at the end, and that's when they first... I mean, I think almost you should probably go on the show and fight this <laughs> week. It's when Jerry and George yeah. 
are like they're maybe it's just recently out of college. Right. Uh, they first move into the building. So Kramer, you know, is their new buddy. Mm-hmm. And th- it's the origin story of Jerry and Elaine's relationship and how it starts, ends and fails. Okay. But then they at the end of the movie, they're like, maybe we should just be friends. I'd like that. Right. And that's the final line. Uh, final question. Apparently a sequel to Space Jam called Skate Jam starring Tony Hawk almost happened back in the early 2000s. I saw him uh, Instagram about that. I followed Tony really? Hawk on Instagram. I have no idea. I mean, idea I, that was when I was playing Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater. Oh, on the one of the PS2. greatest games of all time. Great. It really was. Bucky Lasik. Bucky Lasik was my choice. That Pitch. was my guy. Yeah. I do Bucky, Bucky Lasik. Lasik. Pitch a follow-up to Space Jam featuring a present-day athlete or performer that's not about basketball. What's it called? What's the basic storyline? Uh, I, I love the pitch questions. Easy. Yeah? Johnny Mosley, Ski Jam. It has to be an S sport, right? I, I don't know if it has to even be a sport. It's a present-day athlete or performer that's not about basketball. That, U, that U.S. curling team had a lot of charisma. Curl jam? Get on up. Curl jam's curl not jam. bad. Curl jam's not curl bad. Jam. Uh, if I, 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 I got to get my answers back. Uh, I got to get my answers back to them. Um, we'll see. So by the time you guys are listening to this in the afternoon, I will have fought on the show. Three of these questions will have made air. Um, here's, the, here's the time capsule question. Since, how do we say this? A change in hosts yes. over at Movie Fights. I have not scored one point. Maybe got one point. I've been on the show. This will be like my fifth time. I'm always good for one point. Yeah. I'm all, here's the thing. I've never... No, nah, I take that back. Yeah. I've not made the speed round the one time. But I've never not scored a point. But I've mm-hmm. never even come close to winning. Not even close. On, on movie fights? Yeah. Anti, well, TV fights... I won once on It was TV always fights. a little weird. I always felt Roxy was judging against you. Yeah, for sure. Um, but different. So I this, love Roxy, but I think yeah. that people thought that yeah. she was going to go with me because we're friends. Friends, yeah. Maybe and, she had something to prove. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, movie fights, since the change in the format and the in the hosts and the judges... And system, I love Hal as the as love the Hal. Oh, yeah. This isn't anything against... Yeah. Hal or Daniel Rafford on the desk, uh, on, on, the, on the couch, and Dan Merle. I just have not scored a point. Mm. I think the first time out I did, uh, when they did the two-on-one-on-one battles, which yeah. I actually liked, I grew to like. It was me and Spencer Gilbert. I think I got a point, and then he... he I got, I've been shut out. Drunk movie fights champion. Shut out on that show. So if you're listening to this right now, if you watched yesterday, let's see if I can even get a point. That's mm. the big challenge for the day. Maybe we should do an evening style drunk afternoons one time. Oh, we should totally Drafternoons. Drafternoons. <gasps> I like that. It's not too bad. I mean, that, that would in, in, imply that we have to drink beer because like a draft house. But what we can do, here's, right. a, here's here how we get around the draft okay. thing. We bring in Mark Ellis, who likes to drink beer. Right. We drink whiskey. It's basically like we're at a draft house, if you will. The draft afternoon sounds great. The draft I don't even think you need to explain it. Yeah. Maybe like oh. once every six weeks or so we do a draft afternoon. I like afternoons. that. I like it's that. little bonus the draft afternoons yeah. encourage drinking. Well, I think we had a full show here, oh, yeah. Josh. I, I think, think we did good. We're talking about public transportation. Talking about that. Oh, I had a little problem with passwords before I, before we leave. Here's let me, just rant. Give it to me. I need to pay a credit card bill because I've been living off credit cards for the last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, welcome to America. Right. <laughs> um, so I go to sign into one of my city cards. Sure. It's like seventeen cards. I go to the city card one. You're only American. I've had a good password system, and. It does the whole thing where it's like it autofills. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's the one that's click. The one. And I guess it was the wrong one. So it made me, after like five failed attempts, this is like a month ago, change your password, change the password. I write it down. I have an intricate system of, of, of tracking the passwords. Me too. Um, write it down. That password's not working. Change that one. Going today, I, I, two times I have to change it. It's not working. 
what are we doing here? I know we're protecting against all this kind of identity that everything. God bless you. I understand it. Uh, I had one of my gas card information taken once, and it's trouble. Uh, sir, did you buy $200 of gas in Asperia? Who in the right mind goes <laughs> to Asperia, let alone g- g- gets gas there? Uh, and who can buy $200 worth of gas? Yeah, you're just bringing a train of trucks? <laughs> yeah, what is this, a family gas station? Hey, Doug, I stole another car. Come on by, and I'm sure that's Get what they're doing. In. So it drives me crazy. This is where technology starts to fail. Mm-hmm. We're so, and I saw Chris Evans tweet it the other day. I get it. 90s technology worked. Mm-hmm. Now it's so complicated and it's a bane of our existence, but it makes our life better. So we think it's, we think it's worth it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Hack into my credit card system. I just want to pay my effing bill. Damn it. Ken? Yeah. If we've learned anything on the afternoons here today, yeah. it's that we hit our technological peak in 1997. It's true. As soon as we got the ability to chat online on AOL, yep. we should have just stopped. <laughs> Jcoogs338 on yeah. Instant Messenger. The internet signed ended up. ended right there. I, I, had, I had Napsock. Not a lot of Napsock. It was just Napsock. Lot, not a lot of Napsocks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could have just been Josh McCougar. I don't think anybody's. Did you hear that Pittsburgh twang in there? Josh. Could have been just been Josh McCougar. Josh McCougar yeah. selling Pacers down there. <laughs> Banner. John McCougar. Yeah. Well, we put a lot of informa- information out there. You guys, if you want to send us some stuff or Christian underscore seven still likes us and wants to send us more milk chocolate. Appreciate that guy. Go to knapsackfiles.podomatic.net to get the address there. It's a, a private uh, box there. Um, and then uh, we got the uh, comedy shows coming up. Josh. Comedy shows. We got New York yeah. uh, January 25th. It's a Friday night. New York Comedy Club, okay, yeah. East Village. Then we've got Friday, February 1st. Right. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Pub Rock Live, 7.30, 9.30. Get on that 9.30 show. Yeah. We're going to get rowdy. We're going to get drinks. Probably have a T-shirt cannon, a hot dog cannon. Right. We're going to be tossing things in the audience, do some crowd serving. Yeah. It's going to be a it's gonna be a gangbusters night for everybody involved that's coming out to Pub Rock Live in Arizona. And if you're coming out to the New York Comedy Club in the East Village, also, Ken, yeah. we wanted to do this. Uh, you know, this is a little housekeeping, but yeah. uh, we want we are we you, you can go to the knapsack files t public site yeah you can buy any of the afternoon shirts but we want to put it out there for some afternoons fans if you guys want to design a t-shirt yeah. we want to put some new t-shirts up there for yep. the new year uh you know maybe do a jessica bulb in the green flash yeah maybe do Ooh, yeah. a jessica flash in the green bulb well yeah. you know uh yeah. some tr- a truffle pumper shirt you know yeah it, you know, you could do one of the shirts that we just had today. You could make a shirt from Smash Candies in Denmark. <laughs> whatever you want to do, uh, make you the shirt. We'll give you credit on Twitter and whatever, and uh, you can be part of the Afternoons family. Yeah, Kyle Harlow designed that excellent Afternoons Jam t-shirt, and mm-hmm. uh, we, we want you guys to check out that shirt, some of the other shirts. Brian Ward's got the Afternoons the, logo shirts. The legend that but is. We're, uh, we're ready for some new ones in 2019 to add to the list. Agreed. Check it out. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash Ken Napsuck to purchase a shirt shirt if you want and see what we've got and see what you can come up with and then tweet us let us know we'll get in contact with you and we'll see what we can come up with yeah ah, yeah what do you think about that i love it all right so that is it the afternoons for this week we spilled a lot of beans we spoke a lot of truth yeah it's uh the afternoons of josh kind of serious look at the silly world yeah is that a, a silly new, look at the serious world silly look at, is that our, a new slogan no i'm spilled just a lot of beans told a lot of truth i think so I like that. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Spilled a lot of beans. Uh, Set a lot of Silly look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's all. Hey, afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow night. (laughs) 